What's going on, folks? Welcome to another episode of Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Rich, from Northern California's Local 315. Uh, sound a little different right now. That's because I'm not in the studio, a.k.a. my garage, a.k.a. my t-shirt factory shop. Uh, I'm on lunch, I'm sitting in the shade, I've got all the doors of my truck open, and it's been a rough week. It's been a rough month. Um, and it, so I'm doing the podcast old school right now, even got the old school intro. Um, I mean, I don't even got a mic on me, not even my little portable, uh, thing is called lavalier mic. It's just pretty much my phone mic. So I'm not going to make this one too long. I know that can get annoying. Um, but I did want to touch base and, uh, let's get this one started. So, you know, if you listen to the last episode, Busting at the Seams, it was pretty much, uh, oh man, this last month is pretty much what I anticipated. Um, not really a lot of bright spots, just, uh, it's been rough. It's been rough on everybody. It's been rough on the entire building. Um, (laughs) I just don't see no light at the end of the tunnel right now, and, uh, I think the 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 best thing that we got going right now is that we do we the, the company finally got a gang of uh, a slew just a, a a squad of of utility drivers coming up through the ranks. So, you know, a bunch of part-timers are pretty much now just I mean, even when they were doing their part-time work, it was still damn near a, 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 a full-time shift. I mean, these guys went from doing three and a half hours a, a day to when this uh, pandemic started and the, and the workflow started picking up. I mean, they were putting in almost at a minimum nine hours a day, you know, and then if they wanted to do some driving on top of that, they were easily putting in 14, 16 uh, 18 hours a day, possibly even, um, honey, uh, it, it's been hectic. Uh, but we've, we finally got a lot of those guys into driving now. And so they, so they bring some fresh energy, some fresh bodies. Um, they lack the experience and there's a, with that energy that I talk about, for those of you at the company and even for those of you not at the company, while they bring like this youthful energy, we're so beat down. It don't even like pump us up. You know, if anything, I look at these guys right now and they're coming in wide eyed and, and, you know, they're glad to be making more money and they're driving and, 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 and I'm happy for them. But I, when I see them, I just think, God, don't burn yourself out right now. Don't, don't, the, the with what's going on right now with with these guys going um i mean temporarily full time we do have uh part timers actually you know on their probation about to finish up their probation and we just started new guys on their full time probation so i mean there's a there's a flow coming in but my concern is you know burning these guys out you know these for again for those of you that do do the job you know remember those early years when you first started I mean, you just, you, 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 you felt invincible. You, you, um, you, you wanted to make everyone happy. You, you wanted to impress everybody with how great your numbers were. And I'm, I, I hope 
those guys ain't feeling that right now. I'm sure they are. I kind of look at it. I mean, like I said, there's just a a, a a certain energy that they have. But man, I I I just I don't want them to burn themselves out. So you know, we're gonna start working on with the with those guys, the drivers, the stewards, and uh, just start checking in and make sure those guys don't burn themselves out. You know, uh, one of the phrases that we we use around here and here around here. I'm sure many of you do is, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You know, you don't last 20, 25, 30 years by, you know, burning routes every day. And and those that do last that long, you can see the limps, you can, you know, hear their bones creak. Uh, you can see their x-rays with all the bolts and, you know, looking like the bionic man or woman, you know, in those x-rays. So, you know, we want to get ahead of them early. Um, it's been hot too. Uh, you know, Bay Area, California, it's got nice, decent weather, but, you know, it, it's, it's for this last week, for me personally, I'm, I'm, oh man, I'm just, I'm beat, man, I'm beat, and I still got a, probably about a day and a half left, um, you know, it's been high 90s, uh, hovering around 98, 99 all week, 12-hour days, today's a 14-hour day, and, uh, it, it just takes its toll. You know, I'm someone who takes pride in... Hold on, let me close this door real quick so it can... Hopefully the wind doesn't affect the sound too much, the audio too much. Um, you know, I, I, I take pride... My, my goal, actually, I was just telling one of the young drivers the other day, you know, he came in and again, end of the night, he looked kind of beat, but, you know, still had that like, yeah, I'm a driver <laughs> type look on him. And... Uh, I could tell he wanted to compare numbers. Hey, how many you do? That's what he asked me. And I was like, bro, told him. And he kind of looked like, uh, it looked like he wanted to like shit all over my numbers. And I said, bro, I told him, I said, it's a marathon, not a sprint, bro. You don't, you don't last this long by burning the route. So I I don't even know what he did. I could tell I kind of burst his bubble a little bit, but you know, it's, it's, what I was getting back to was my, my goal every day is to have the same pace by the end of the day that I do at the beginning of the day. You know, um, that's not an easy task. You know, it's all about finding your pace with this job. It's not about, you know, finishing as much as you can in the daytime and then having a cool night. There's that shit ain't going on right now. That ain't happening. Um, you know, people are still drivers are still bringing back stops. Um, even if you walk into the building in the morning and you think it's a great day, or it looks better. It's not. <laughs> um, it, it deceptive. It's deceptive. Uh, there's still some safety issues, and if you're following the news, and even there's been even some um, uh, instances of uh, Bay Area uh, unions, you know, sounding the alarm on what's going on. You know, there's there's been some uh, stories of coronavirus hitting, you know, some of our buildings in the Bay Area, not ours particularly particularly but wouldn't be surprised just uh, i'll leave it at that um shit i was pissed this morning i I walked into the building and oh man these like dude you're gonna let a customer into our building without a mask i don't care what your political preference is dude you got joe schmo just standing there in the middle of where we all walk in and you know what i'm i'm i can't be too there there's it's it's a bad habit that the whole building has um it, it sucks man it's it's a little nerve-wracking but so past that right now it's almost just like well fuck if it hits it hits you know um and it's not that i don't care it's just it's it's 
it's it's it's a battle the mask battle like i feel where everyone's coming from some people it's a political thing some people it's a hoax thing some people it's just like you know i I just i i I don't care anymore you know um some people just you know they're just like man i just you know it's it's been this long already i don't know there's just a bunch of reasons there's no one reason that a bunch of people don't wear a mask you know i stopped wearing my mask on my route you know i only wear it inside the building um and and uh at my business stops um other than that i used to wear my mask every day all day and but it started getting too hot and once you start even with the mask that i have which is minimal protection i, I would say minimal protection um for both myself and the customer you know there was a peace of mind in wearing it and it was it's one of those one layered cloth masks um but it was just it once it started warming up you know and i start sweating you know my mask gets wet and i you know no matter how many masks i bring it's just really hard it really is hard to breathe through and that's that's another issue people have with it and i get it you know so i i'm but man it's just like fuck it, it it's tough right now so you know, I, I'm now doing probably about 90% of my work day. I, I do my best to maintain my distance with customers. There's still there, those occasional interactions that where someone just kind of walks up on you. You know, I, I'm trying to, you know, go the other way. with When someone's approaching me, I, I might even, like, just leave it at my feet. Like, there you go. You're good. Have a good day. You know, but, you know, there's still just kind of some people that walk up to my truck and this and that. And, you know, not allowed to kick people or nothing. So I just kind of do my best like not to face them uh but we'll see man you know this this shit ain't going away man it's 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 tough it's a it's a challenge i mean even my wifey is a she's she's kind of getting tired of it she's a supporter of the masks you know she's she's but she's just like she i mean everyone's tired of it i get it but um you know enough about that uh I do have an interesting challenge for myself today. Let me just talk about the day real quick. Uh, probably cut this short, try to down a, a muscle milk, finish this muscle milk, and uh, punch out for lunch. Um, you know, I get to the building, and I'm telling you, getting home like 10, 10 o'clock. I, I think I've been getting home at like 9, 9.30 all week, so that's early these days. I don't have no vacation coming up for probably about another month, and... Uh, so the the now the con the constant workflow is 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 taking its toll on me um i'm older i'm bigger it's just you know it's i I don't know how these other guys who have the heavier workloads who didn't who don't have as many vacation weeks as i've had who who uh i i don't know how they do it you know And, and you just see people come in and there's just a look of dread on their face like jesus you know but uh, anyway, let me. I'm sorry. You know that, that's the one thing about not having a um, an outline or notes or anything ready. I, I tend to drift off. But um, so I walk into the building today. I walked in the building yesterday, and every day I walk in, I ask a couple people. The first few people, how's it going this morning? You know, what's it looking like? And this morning I walked in, and everybody, all the part timers were pissed. All the part timers were pissed. Uh, which reminds me, here I diverge again. I do have an episode. Um, I'm editing an episode. It's pretty interesting. Uh, 
It took me, I was having some technical issues, but I do have one ready and it's me talking to, uh, me and actually another steward talking to the part-timers. Nothing fascinating that'll blow your mind, but just hearing that interaction, you know, that constant interaction that I'm talking about, reach out to the part-timers, get, you know, ain't no one looking out for us right now. God, I'm so, uh, so off the beaten path right now, what I was really trying to get to, but it, it almost feels like Lord of the Flies right now. You know, everyone's just out for themselves and... I don't blame them, but man, start looking out for the part-timers if you aren't already. Get some people together. Start looking out for your part-timers. Um, it's a shit show right now, and, and, and I know drivers aren't feeling appreciated. I definitely know the part-timers ain't feeling appreciated. Um, you know, just, just do what you can to look out for the part-timers. That's always something I'm trying to push, uh, whether it's knowledge, bring them in, bring in your loader, some snacks, a soda, a coffee, whatever. Uh, get the drivers together. But but take care of your part-timers, please. Um, so back to what I'm saying. So I walk in. I talk to the part-timers. The part-timers are pissed. I mean, I, I'm looking at all of them. I don't know if it's something I said or did. I know it's usually not, but there's a few people that, you know, apparently I rubbed the wrong way. Um, and, and it's a shit show this morning. It's a shit show. You know, it, it's kind of like a, a roller coaster ride, you know. There are days where I'm like, oh, are we catching up? Are we, are we? And then, nope, you just got to let a day or two pass and it's back to, yeah, this ain't going nowhere. Uh, so, so, you know, me personally, I'm, a, I'm a, I probably shared this before my route. I got a sweet route, uh, under normal circumstances, even under these circumstances, it's pretty sweet. Uh, the only thing is the people got money out here. So they buy a lot of stuff and a lot of big stuff and it really jams up my truck. Uh, on a normal day, 160, 165 stops, no pickups, about 65, 75 miles. Right now, I've been going out all week between 190 and 220. Um, maybe not even 220. I was supposed to have 220, but, but you know, stuff's missing and all that. We got a bunch of new part timers in there now because all the old part timers went driving. So that's another shit show in itself. But I got a. You know, I, I, I talked to my, my loader. He just says, yeah, it's a rough one today. We look at my truck and we look at how much space I got. And normally I just, man, if it ain't fitting, just leave it out. But for some reason I was feeling pretty, as beat down as I've been all week this morning. For some reason I just, I, I felt, I don't know, I felt good considering the, the, the atmosphere of the building. And I looked at him I said, man, we could fit this in here. So I don't know why. I don't know what I had to prove is really to myself. Um... We, we, we jammed every package that we thought we couldn't fit in there into my truck. So that, you know, that, that led to a rough morning, uh, a challenging morning. Now, let me just say that it wasn't rough. It was challenging. You know, I'm constantly getting stopped on route. Do you have my package? Where's my package? Can you help me find my package? Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't, but it was a challenge. It's, I mean, it's, I mean, every day is a challenge, but it was especially challenging this morning. And for some reason I said, you know what? Challenge accepted. Uh, I don't really do this much. It's usually I just kind of have the attitude I'm, I'm going to do what I can do. No more, no less. But this, today I said, you know what, I want to see if I still got it. You know, 41 years old, just trying to reach retirement. So as crammed as my truck was, I said, let's do this. So I, I, I've been working on it. Um, like I said, it's about 98, 99 degrees out here. At least there is a slight breeze today. When there is not a breeze, that's always, you know, that that... that crushes me spiritually and uh, physically but um 
you know, there, I have about 80 stops left. Uh, so I only have a few hours left. Um, my stuff is pretty easy. The only thing is it's not sorted really. So I, you know, I've just challenged myself to try to, you know, knock this out before I got a punch out. We have a 14 hour limit. Um, 30 minutes of that is lunch. So, you know, at, at the minimum, if you want to take an hour lunch and if you want to take a second lunch, it changes your time available, but yada, yada. Um, and I, I'm just, I just want to see if I can do it, you know, without cutting corners, running. Um, like I said, I just want to see if I still got it. Uh, it's going to be a close one <laughs> to be honest, kind of looking at it now. I don't really have a lot of confidence, but you know, sometimes you just got to find ways to keep yourself motivated, um, set goals for yourself. That's something I'm constantly stressing on here. I'm constantly setting goals and I just do my best to reach them. Uh, so that, that's pretty much, we'll see how it goes. It's what time is it right now? It's six o'clock, right? Six Oh five right now. I probably got about five, 10 minutes left on this lunch. I'm not going to sort on my lunch. I never do. Um, but I mean, we'll see if I finish. I might, maybe I'll, uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of looking at it now and it's kind of defeating, man. Uh, <laughs> um, but this is the point where I'm, I'm probably going to shut it down right now. Uh, anything after this is really just babbling and that has been brought to my attention that I can't do that too much. So, uh, once again, Jay Rich, I'm out, uh, wish me luck. And, um, you know, if you work with the company, man, just, just look out for each other. Look, look out for yourself because no one else will. Look out for the part-timers. And just work at a safe pace because right now ain't, ain't, ain't no one looking out for our safety but 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 us, really. Um, and I hope to get that other episode up soon. Been working on it. Just trying to uh, edit edit it uh, and transfer it from my phone to my laptop. Yada, yada, borda, borda. All right, let's knock this out. Later. All right, so I published this episode. This is bonus, bonus audio right here. So I knocked out the route, safe and sound. It was a fight to the finish, but I knocked it out. I think I ended up with like 210 stops. I was missing about 11 pieces, got into the building with about 5, 10 minutes to spare, took all my breaks, lunch, even delivered a misroute, a funny story about the misroute. So I see this misroute early on in my day, and it's a... a it's a package of uh, lobsters, um, frozen lobsters, and it's a misroute for those of you that don't work for the company. It's not supposed to be in my truck. It belongs on another truck. So, in my mind, I mean, I hate to see lobsters go to waste. And to be honest, if that lobster, if those, if those, if that box ends up in a trailer tonight, uh, there's no guarantee it's going to be attempted tomorrow. I mean, it's that bad, right? So. Um, looked like it was a good condition. It didn't smell or nothing. Sat in my truck all day and I made it a point to t- finish with time to deliver that. It was in the next town over. Uh, finished the route. Uh, got plenty of time to spare. So I said, all right, let's go deliver. I'm thinking I'm above and beyond right now, right? Uh, and I'm hurting right now too. I'm aching. Man, my feet are so sore. Uh, you know, I got salt stains all over my shirt from just sweating. I mean, I sweat pretty much nonstop all day, but from about three o'clock to eight o'clock, my my pores might as well be might as well be faucets. I mean, I'm just pouring out sweat, trying to hydrate the entire day, having a hard time uh, after lunch just remembering to drink water or hydrate. 
So I'm in the building right now. I just punched out. So uh, I have this miss route. And let's go deliver it. Pull up. It's it's uh, we have a a, a very rural rural area uh, between the building and my route. Bunch of farmland, orchards, uh, just a bunch of a bunch of acreage between. So I, I I Google map the package. All right, let's go. It's on my way directly to the building. And I pull up and it's like, all right, you're supposed to turn right here. And I look and it's just an orchard with a road through it. No lights. You know, I wasn't too familiar with the area. I kind of look and I'm like, well, this is a road and it goes to somewhere. So, so it says, let's, let's, let's go. So I, I go down this dirt road, dark, it's like 945, going, 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 going. And I see some structures with some very faint light from garages. I don't know where this house is. I don't know what the structures are. You know, when you get on farmland like that, there might be five structures on the property and, and you know, you don't know which one the house is. It just wasn't very lit, very well lit. I mean, don't need to be. They're, they're, everyone there is accounted for. So I go in the building and uh, I go in the building or I, I go down the, the driveway. I, there's a number on the box. So I call the number. Think again, think I'm going above and beyond. I'm calling these people late. Get a nice, sweet old lady answering the phone. I explained to her the situation. I said, look, I got this box that wasn't supposed to be on my truck today. Uh, I'm just trying to deliver it. I don't know where to leave it. I don't know where I'm at. Oh, let me let me let you talk to my husband. So I, I talked to the husband. Uh, and he's like, oh, okay. He sounded pretty excited, you know. So then he gets out. I set the... I, I, I'm guessing he's coming out of one of the structures. And I see some lights kind of going on. So I set the structure, I set the box down, I walk away and he comes out I just, you know, hey, you know, just ended up on the wrong truck, you know, just wanted to get it to you and make sure, you know, it's all good and everything. And, you know, while I was, a uh, while I was, a uh, sorry, I got some action going on in the parking lot, but it's just the car washers. Um, you know, while I was lifting the package, my first time really lifting the package all day, it felt wet. I was like, oh, man, and you know what that is. When a perishable package feels wet, you know, there's a bottom side. It means it's been melting, and, you know, there's been a few cases where it's melted and mixed with the whatever's inside, and there's a very bad smell coming. But I didn't smell no – I didn't have no bad smell, so I'm thinking, all right, maybe I can get away with this. Uh, so he, he's just like, oh, I hope it's okay. He's always, it's for my <laughs> – it's for my birthday. I was like, oh, is today your birthday? He's like, no, it was yesterday. It was supposed to be here yesterday. So this uh, box of lobsters apparently sat in a hot-ass trailer in this hot-ass heat all day already and then sat around in a truck and went for a joyride with me. And, uh, you know, for an old man, he, he he was upset, but it wasn't like irate or nothing. He just sounded disappointed. And, you know, it, it, I felt bad. I felt more for him. You know, I was like... I'd be, I don't say I'd be pissed. I'd be pissed. So, you know, I get into the building. Uh, that's not the end of my night. Um, as soon as I finish this update, I'm headed to the house, taking a shower, grabbing on some dinner and going to bed. Um, so I get to the building and lo and behold, I come across some news. Uh, sounds like the old, uh, old, uh, 
Corona has hit a nearby building of ours. Uh, one that I frequently mention on this show. One that I originated from. I uh, talked to several people who who are in the know. I haven't talked to no officials, and I'm going to be careful with, you know, uh, how I phrase this. But it's a shit show. It was a shit show, apparently, from... And this is, again, just... Uh, I'm unable to validate this part of it, but apparently uh, half of the morning shift walked off and because uh, they didn't want to be in the situation and uh you know it's 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 like i said it's 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 pretty it feels inevitable um that might explain why everyone was happily not happily um handily having masks on their face this morning um all brand new masks masks i i mean i've came here and handed out masks that I've made, you know, I pressed, not made them, I didn't make the masks, but I pressed, you know, the Teamster logo, not logo, just the Teamsters, it says Teamsters on it, so, you know, it's, it's coming, folks, it's, if it ain't here already, it's coming, um, so that, that's the shit show all the way in that building, um, and of course, there's gonna be, you know, they're gonna do their best to keep a tight lid on it, uh, I think one of the last things I heard was the company knew about it for a week and only told those uh, part-timers this morning after lunch. And that's when uh, those guys said, you know what, I don't want to be here. And that's what I heard. I can't, again, I, I trust my sources, but I don't. I can't validate uh, that that's exactly the case. So that's my night. Um, about to get in this, uh, start this truck up and head home. Uh, again, expect some of these uh, updates to happen more frequently. It's just going to be via my phone, no mic, no nothing, just kind of pure, raw, and uncut, uh, just like the good old days. Uh, peace out. Oh yeah, real quick, I just want to give a couple shout-outs before I before I end this one out. Um, I want to give out shout-out to my buddy John. Uh, John actually, you know tuned into the show from the get uh he's reached out to me we communicated and you know solid dude uh john i'm not gonna blow your spot up too much but i appreciate you reaching out to me um and that's what i'm talking about it's just you know mean like-minded people out here you know um and john john's a funny dude he's a real dude uh and, and he puts in the type of work that i i talk about on the show uh him and his lovely wife jackie so shout out to you guys uh, i'm not gonna blow your spot up too much but I also want to give a shout out to Harold Phillips. Um, you know, he reached out to me. He does. Uh, it, from what I understand, he reached out to me via email, listened to the show. And from how I understand it, he's pretty much scoured the podcast realm to find labor related podcasts. And I haven't even really I, it's just it's been so crazy at work. I haven't even really officially um responded back to him at least in us in something other than accepting an invite but he he sent me a lengthy uh email and he invited me to join his labor radio network.org and it's just you know he, he really just put together a site for um labor related podcasts and you know i've actually already started listening to one of them uh you know me the history buff 
and I, 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 there's, I think it's called Southern Labor History or something like that. Sorry, I don't have it uh, memorized yet. I just started tuning in yesterday, but it's, he's got a ton of labor-related podcasts. Again, check him out, laborradionetwork.org. Um, you can find. I, I know people have hit me up before, like, "Hey, what are some other ones I can listen to?" And that's that's a good source where there are a ton of variety of stuff, a ton of different fields, uh, occupations, and all that. So so definitely check that out. Um, again, I just want to reach out to me. You know, let me know what's going on. Um, the listenership is growing. I see. But man, just, just don't be scared to reach out, man. I, 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 lo- I love talking shop. I love learning. I love talking union stuff. Um, again, at NorCal Teamster on Twitter, all one word, N-O-R-C-A-L-T-E-A-M-S-T-E-R. On Facebook, Thoroughbred Teamsters Podcast. Um, I, I got some uh, some pictures of my, uh, my apparel work that I'm working on. Uh, check that out if you're interested. Hit me up. Um, I can do a whole episode on that as well. My, I do have goals with, uh, with basically, uh, union related apparel. Uh, but I'll touch on that in a, in a future episode. Hopefully I know I say that all the time. And of course, hit me up on Instagram, thoroughbred teamsters podcast, all one word spaced out. I'm active on all of them. Um, but hang in there with me. If I don't respond, work is crazy right now. Peace.